Hello and welcome back to Drunken Book Club, the most adventurous podcast out there. I'm your daring uh, fedora-wearing host, the cool fedora, not the lame fedora, uh, Christopher the Rupal. Joined I'm, with... I'm Brandon Shia LaBeouf. Lebowski. What's his, that, what's his name in the movies? Uh, Pup. Pup. Oh, Mutt, Mutt, Mutt. It's Mutt. There you go, it's Mutt. That's not much better. Yeah, no, it isn't. Yeah. Um, I am the museum curator who is frantically running after you, Noelia. Um, I'm the ride that's always breaking down at Disneyland. Oh. No. You're the, the one whose stuff has been stolen. No, no, no. No, he, did, he didn't steal from Native Americans. He steals oh, from okay. Native South Americans. Oh, <laughs> you're too north, honey. Yeah, you're too north, sorry. I'm too north. Yeah. Northerner. They didn't steal my stuff. I've said no Just one would short hand. round. <laughs> okay, but he's, like, becoming my favorite actor. He's got He is amazing Who? in the original... Uh, what's it called? The guy from, uh... Everything Everywhere All at Once? Oh! He was in the original... He, he was, was in Temple kid, of Doom. Actor. <gasps> oh! Yeah, the yeah. dad yeah. there was the little kid from Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. And from Goonies. Let's not forget that. Yep. But he got his start in Temple of Doom, though. Yes, yes. And I still find his performance amazing. Actually, that. you know what's funny? Um, I was... At my elders. Want to talk at the mic there, Mr. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Sleepyhead? I, I was uh, doing rounds uh, at home visits, and one of the, one of the elders was watching uh, Goonies, and I, I couldn't help. She was talking, and I was just looking at Goonies the entire time. I, was just I like, do not blame you one bit. Goonies like, is so flippant. It's good. such a good movie. I love it. I didn't notice this dude until... Um, Everything, everywhere, all at once. But then again, I'm terrible think, at names. Well, that was like his first thing back in like 30 years. Yeah, right? that's what yeah. I do. He he retired from acting because he felt that roles weren't proper for like for people like him. Yeah, because they're you know everyone's getting the stereotypical roles. Yeah, but like uh, older Asian dudes should get more roles because they remind me of my dad. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> No, I mean, like... I feel like it, people like Brandon's dad should get more roles. What did he play as in the movie? Like, what was his thing that His name was Short so Round in, uh, in Indiana Jones, and he was just he was just Indy's little kid sidekick in that one. Aww. But he wasn't, like, a racist stereotype or anything. He was just a... He was just a kid who partnered mm-hmm. up with Indy. Sure. And in, in The Goonies, he was the kind of smart kid. I mean, he really wasn't smart, though. He was he, a gadget. He just made gadgets. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't the stereotypical smart kid, because, like, honestly, his gadgets barely worked. Yeah, exactly. But um, later on, like, the only other role I can think of him in was in Encino Man, and then people were making, like, what's it called? Literally, the, like, these guys were making fun of him, were like, oh, computer cloud, computer cloud, and doing that, like, doing, like, the folded hands Asian thing at him. Was that part of the, was that the joke in the movie? Yeah, it was, was the joke it? in the movie, oh. and then Brendan Fraser's character was just like, was like, you know, because he's he's a Aww. caveman and like was like like that. And there, there's. Well, I didn't know he was an Encino man. He was an Encino man. Oh he's God. the little Asian guy. I don't remember that. <laughs> he's barely in it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Which is also another another travesty because technically there's two people from the Goonies in that movie: Sean uh, Astin and. Sean uh, Astin, yeah. And I feel so bad for not knowing the actor's name. I know who you're talking about. Short round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna be no really, set for his rest of his So life. he left movie acting for thirty years and came back good enough for everything everywhere at once. And he freaking won. Damn. Yeah, he won. He won a Damn. bunch. He deserves it. Take that, people who haven't won an Oscars. Yeah, take that. Where'd I put the book? Oh no. I'm drunk and I've lost the book. Um, Wasn't it in your hand? It was you just put it on the floor, yeah. It's right here. Yes. Uh, oh. 
So this time around, we're doing a Let's Read. Uh, we're doing the Find Your Fate number one, Indiana Jones and the Curse of Horror Island by R.L. Stein. Nice. Wait, really? R.L. Stein, no. right there. No. <gasps> this is pre Goosebumps, baby, because this is 1984. Oh my god. So, um, let's read the little blurb on the cover. Incite excitement, thrills, danger awaits you and Indiana Jones, trademark, in the jungles of the South Pacific. The choices are up to you. Ooh. And uh, on the cover, you have Indiana Jones holding a gun, looking kind of scared. But then he has a fucking puma, like, fucking right hand in and one hand, is- and then, like, he's strangling it. Is he gonna it? whip the, the puma? No, he's is gonna he whip some it? natives. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Some, some brown South Pacific natives. That's more on topic. <laughs> theme on theme. That's the There we go. Theme. Uh, alrighty. So, page number one. Uh, we have a picture of Indiana Jones standing next to some kid who's do- doing a hey pose. <laughs> I mean, look at that hand. That's he a, is kind of, yeah, yeah. It's going like that. Doing the hey. New oh, York City. Drinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, me and Brandon also had a drink, a specific uh, Indiana Jones cocktail yeah. that I found online. <laughs> it with, turned out kind of... It, it was an interesting. It was very interesting. <laughs> so the original recipe, if you guys want to do this one at home, is a half shot of tequila, a half shot of whiskey, and one shot of either champagne or sparkling red wine. I didn't want to buy a whole bottle of sparkling red wine or champagne because I'm never going to drink that shit. So I replaced it with sparkling seltzer, or with hard seltzer, which is sparkling. Okay, watermelon flavored white claw is what he means. <laughs> it, it was it was a decision made because I knew Sam would drink it as well. You know, oh. it, it, it it was interesting. I mean, I it's, it's, say it's, that it's a good flavored uh, white claw. It is a very good flavor of white claw. So what I used was uh, Patron Silver and. Gentleman Jack Whiskey. And honestly, I think the overpowering taste of the drink was definitely the whiskey for me, at least. For me, too. But I had a lot more whiskey than you yours. did. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, do you want the rest? And he's like, pour right in, Chris. <laughs> this is Brandon. I'm Brandon. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm happy you did my voice so deep because I hear my voice and it sounds very you have a deep voice. <laughs> I, do I yes you do. I no, Brandon. Yes, Brandon's like mid range. But it's deep. My voice is you're mid. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you're mid. <laughs> you're mid. Luis is high. You're mid. I'm mid. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm really high pitched. You're, you're higher pitched than him. Yeah, I yeah. am. So saying is a deep. I'm Brandon. Full disclosure with the Indiana Jones thing too. I have not really watched. I, I watched it when I was little. Yeah. But, like, I don't... I didn't retain any of that. You know okay. what I mean? I... It's been a while. <clears throat> I loved them as a kid. I I was obsessed with the ride, and I watched the movies. My tata showed me them, so that's why they're kind of... They mean a lot to me, because my tata showed them to me. And well, it was hard, because, like, my most recent memory of it is uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Which, by the way, we we I picked up a bottle of Outer Space Vodka that has a crystal alien skull. Uh, I didn't buy a giant bottle. I bought a little bottle. But I really wanted to find some of the uh, Crystal Skull... Uh, or Crystal Head Vodka. I, they didn't have any of the little ones like they usually do at Total Wine, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But they did have a pride one. They had a pride one? They had a pride skull that was a whole one, but it was like 55 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not paying 55 bucks for a bottle of tequila that I don't even know if it's any good. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking gay tequila. I'll buy, I'll pay five bucks for this because this is, I mean, we will probably keep this little skull. Wait, I, I need to buy that then if that's five bucks. I think it was five. I have to double check the receipts. But, I mean, I mean, you can have the skull if you want it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I'm down. Okay. okay. 
Yes. Give me a dollar. No, <laughs> this will have. No, uh, it belongs in a museum. It uh, this will, uh, no, it belongs back where we found it, so we can summon the aliens space. back to Earth. Okay, ah. this will get a lot of play in my household. Everybody loves aliens. Yeah, aliens are cool. Yeah, I tried finding that episode of uh, Unsolved Mysteries you were talking about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, about the litter box in the closet. I could yes. not find it. <gasps> Maybe it's have- a different show. I, I mean, I could believe it being Unsolved Mysteries, but yeah, I'm going to have to look around. I'm, I'll have to do my Google searches a little differently, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I looked up Unsolved Mystery Closet Alien, nothing popped up. <laughs> uh, I then looked up Litter Box, and it gave me everything but Litter Boxes. <laughs> and then I tried a- just Aliens in general, and just gave me a list of episodes with Aliens, and most of them are just UFO related. If you can find it, please send it to me. I will I gladly. relive those childhood traumas. I, I want to be scared too, honestly. Just like when Noelia looked up... Not uh, childhood dreams, childhood traumas. Yeah. yeah, remember you looked up your childhood traumas, and you were like, it's not that bad now. Yeah, yeah. You, you grew from it. You became stronger. I guess so. All right, New York City Harbor, June 1933. Hey, June! Whoa, Pride Month. Yeah, Pride Month. And I'm releasing this episode on the 30th of June when the movie comes out. 1993. 1933. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, this is before, uh, 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 what's called? The Last Crusade where it immortal. Okay. Things weren't as woke Uh, in uh, 1933 Germany. Hey, you, watch out! You so, jump out of the way as a car. Like a Muppet, I'm sorry. I, I, it was a random character, that's why. True. In All the NPCs are just Muppets. I'm going to make a Muppet. <laughs> all, all NPCs are Muppets now. Let's go. You jump out of the way as a cart piled high with steamer trunks rumbles past you. A gigantic ocean liner has just pulled into port, and passengers are streaming down the gangplank. Filling the pier with noise and confusion and lots and lots of horny sailors. Whoa, it's crazy. It says that in there. It's crazy, right? This has been the most exciting summer of your life, and it's only June. You had no idea when school let out that your parents were sending you to spend the summer with your cousin Indiana Jones. <laughs> what? And you had no idea that as soon as you arrived, Cousin Indy would get a mysterious assignment. An assignment that would take both of you to a small jungle island in the South Pacific. Wait, it's not even like Uncle Indy? No, it's Cousin cousin Indy. And you're a little kid, too. Yeah. (laughs) And we can assume, if he's a professor, he has to be at least in his, like, 30s, right? I was a professor at 25. So, okay, 25. Indy would have to be 25 at least, right? I guess so, but would you, know, you it's would still you, kind of... Would you take a... a, a, a I mean, he's, he's archaeology. That's a lame one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, let's get back into the story. This is better than going to summer camp! You shout out the... You shout over the noise of the crowded pier. Take it easy, kid. And he says, pushing his battered hat back on his head. Look for Pier 66. Crack! What was that sound? Whip someone? Oh my goodness. Actually, no, it's gunfire. Somebody's shooting at you. That is Turn not to the page sound two. of gunfire. It says crack. Oh my goodness. So I'll have to put in gunshot noises. Chris, hey. <laughs> please. Can, yeah, put in that noise. Can, can you do it so we can isolate it? <laughs> okay, it's going to be one your shot, then my blood club. <laughs> <laughs> can we get that isolated, please? Wait, wait, oh, uh... 
Oh. You fucking failed me, Weez. I'm so tired. I'm so Somebody doesn't want us to set sail. Indy says as the two of you duck behind a stack of luggage. His eyes narrow as he scans the pier. Ping! A bullet bounces off the suitcase in front of you. Holy shit, you almost got shot. Wow. Oh. I think there's more than one of them. That's one resilient luggage. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the 30s. They, they were built stronger back Steel. then. Steel. Yeah. And bullets were made of, like, made out of, like, flesh back then or something. <laughs> I think there's more than one of them, Indy says. We're sitting ducks here. We've got to move out. Look! There's Pier 66 right ahead. You cry, pointing. That must be our boat. You see a small red cargo boat bobbing up and down in the dark water. If we try to make a run for the boat, we'll be easy targets. And he says, maybe we should run into the crowd and try to lose them in the confusion. Which way should you run? How many casualties do we want, guys? If you decide to try for the cargo boat, turn to page 8. If you decide to run into the crowd, turn to page 19. Well, he is right. They will murder the crowd. So I vote the crowd. I don't know. I mean, they're only single-shot bullets back then. It's 1933, after all. They had automatic they, they guns. They had automatic guns, but they weren't as easily acquirable. What do you yeah. think, honey? Uh, I think crowd. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to run into the we're crowd. We're going to Assassin's Creed this. To page we're going to no rush in this. Let's go see. Oh, no. <laughs> see, I like the I like the Assassin's Creed because I've been playing, uh, what's it called, Immortal Phoenix Rising, and that's kind of like an Assassin's Creed game. But then the no Russians <laughs> made me go, oh, no. What is that? It's a reference to a Call of Duty scenario where... Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Where the, it's a shooting at an airport. Oh, yeah. It is no good. There's a Call of Duty scenario where you play as the terrorists, and they're like, oh, the baddies? Don't leave any Russians. Yeah, no Russians. Oh, damn. You both leap away from the luggage pile. Another bullet whizzes over your head. Holy shit, they're really trying to kill you. Uh, You slip into the line of passengers who who have just disembarked, and Indy turns to see if you are still being followed. Two men in trench coats are just a few yards behind you. They tell you you're pretty cool and say don't come to school tomorrow. (laughs) They don't say that. Uh, their hands are in their trench coat pockets, but you can see that they are carrying guns. Or weed. Is it weed? <gasps> the devil's lettuce. Uh, their eyes survey the crowd. They spot you. You dart through the crowd of people, cutting back in the direction of the cargo ship. This isn't working, kid. And he says, seeing that you still haven't lost your pursuers. We've got to try something else. There's a stack of large wooden crates on a pier in front of the red cargo boat. Uh, Maybe we could hide in those crates, you suggest. Worth a try. No! And he says the the crates will be loaded onto the boat and we'll be home free. No! Let's go! (laughs) You run to the crates. Indy Price opens the one at the far end of the pier and pushes you inside. Quickly closing the lid. From inside the dark crate, you hear him climbing into another crate. Now you wait to be lifted onto the cargo boat. Have you managed to escape the men in trench coats? Turn to page 103. Um. Wow. That sounds like a death type of... We're dead. We're dead. Wow. You don't put like a good ending right at the back of the book. I mean... There's some goosebumps, like, goose, give yourself goosebumps go, like, straight to the end and then go all the way back. Okay, okay. Because they're fucking random as fuck. Hold on. You wait to be lifted onto the ship. Oh, Your man. heart pounding. We got left behind, didn't uh, we? 
Stay calm. Stay calm. You tell yourself. You wait. And you wait some more. It seems like hours. Finally, you can't wait any longer. You push up the lid on the crate and peer out. The dock is deserted. Those men are gone. You tell yourself happily. But wait a minute. The other crates that were besides yours? They're gone. And the red cargo boat is gone too? Yeah. (laughs) Indy, where are you? You cry. But Indy is nowhere in sight. He was loaded onto the boat. You look around the empty dock. This adventure can't be over already, can it? You wonder? Oh my gosh. Yes, it can. No way. No way. It didn't like us running into the crowd instead of the obvious. Yeah, no killing people. So I guess we gotta go uh, to to page uh, eight instead. He just fucking left his little cousin. He couldn't help it. He was inside the crate. What's the book called? Uh, Indiana Jones and the Curse of Horror Island. I'm just excited to learn about what happens on Horror Island so we can imagine what happened to Indy if we weren't there. Right, to right. make it to the island. <laughs> yeah, you just need to make it to the island. He got shot in the crate. <laughs> Keep your head down, kid, and don't run in a straight line. Indy yells, just run fast. Serpentine, serpentine. Yeah, I just wants to say that. You both leave the safety of the luggage pile and run toward Pier 66 in the cargo boat. Bullets whistle over your head. There are screams and the loud footsteps of people rushing to get out of your way and away from the gunfire. But all you see is the red cargo boat waiting at the other end of the dock. Then you hear an angry voice. Freeze or I'll shoot. A policeman is standing at the edge of the pier, his pistol drawn. Don't take another step. I'm the police after all and we definitely shoot people. Even back here in 1933. They're aiming at a child? Right there. Wow. Is this America? This is New York. New York. Yeah. This is America. That Keep works. running, kid. Don't catch you slipping. Indy yells, <laughs> get to the boat. But but the policeman can help us. You yell, what should you do? Run right past the policeman to get to the boat? <laughs> if that's your choice, turn to page 27. Stop and ask the policeman for help. If that's your choice, turn to page 35. All right, we're going to go the the police coming from, straight from the underground. Because <laughs> a brother like me. I don't think he said brother. No, I What was the lyric again? Uh, you know, We're I can't. not going that way. <laughs> what was the lyric again? We've already this is been... Twitter, guys. Oh. Ruth, no, <laughs> go ahead and just drop the lyrics so everyone else can hear them, but I can't say them. <laughs> so, are we saying fuck the police, or are we asking for help the police? Help, help, help the police. <laughs> fuck the police. All right, we got one for fuck the police. I'm pretty sure the police are not going to shoot us because so we're the running police. away. So, right. We, Alright, page 27. Watch us get shot by the police. <laughs> He's running away, pow pow. <laughs> Sorry, you have to assist them in helping them. Arl Stein respects the police, obviously. <laughs> Keep running. He's, he's gonna shame us for not listening to the police. You didn't want to help out the police. So Indy is gonna die now from being shot in the head oh, because gosh. he did, didn't put up his hands like a good law-respecting law citizen. Don't worry, he's white, he'll live (laughs) Keep running, kid And he cries Run all the way to South America if you have to The policeman raises his pistol Without slowing his pace Indy grabs a giant oil barrel At the side of the dock He gives it a strong push and rolls it right into the policeman Oh! Wow He's pushed over onto his back And his gun flies out of his hand Indy grabs the policeman's pistol And keeps running You're just a few steps behind He just broke two laws technically I did 
not expect that. That is funny. That's like when you're playing an Otome game and you pick a slightly, like, mean phrase and then your character just, like, shreds into the person that they're talking with. Yeah, it's like, choose the nice phrase and then you just... Well, guys, I mean, if you played enough Shin Megami Tensei, you're supposed to choose the rest up phrases. Yeah. Obviously. Because you're talking to devils. <laughs> Uh, in seconds, you're on the deck of the small cargo boat. We've got to get this crate moving, says Indy. Silence. Suddenly, three masked men carrying pistols step out of the captain's cabin. Where do you think you're going? One of them asks. Turn to page 58. It's a good masked man voice. Yeah, I thought it was good. Hit the deck, Indy screams. You drop to the floor. Indy grabs the Fire hose off the cabin wall and turns it on the three masked men. The force of the spray pushes them back, choking and gasping for air. <laughs> Indy's oh murdering God. people. Indy's cool. Oh. Drop your guns and scram, yells Indy. I'm too old for this stuff. <laughs> He's not the fucking what's-his-face from Lethal Weapon. He's young at this point. Sure. The three men don't hesitate. They drop their guns on the deck. Indy keeps the powerful spray on them. They run off the boat and onto the dock. Oh, we're wet, we're wet. Ah. Wet sock feeling, worst feeling. Best thing to chase away terrorists. So wet sock feeling. I'm trying to think of a policeman's voice. Hey, stop where you are! Cries <laughs> <Yeah>. a policeman. <laughs> the three men are quickly surrounded by cops. The cops will be on the on this boat in no time. And he says, I don't know where the crew is, but we've got to get out of here. We don't have time for explanations. We can't sail this boat ourselves, you cry. Can I you see that three policemen on the dock are heading back in your direction. I don't think we have any other choice, says Indy. Turn to page 65. Driving a tub like this can't be that hard, can it? Indy says, looking at the controls. Don't we have to lift anchor or something first, you ask? Uh, yeah, I guess so, and uh, God bless you. Uh, Indiana says. <laughs> but the two of you don't have time to figure it out. You hear the clatter of heavy footsteps on the dock, and you and Indy duck down behind a large cargo crate. Someone, is it the police, has boarded the boat. Indy looks around the dock. We have two choices, he says. We can jump overboard and wait in the water till they leave. He's very or, good at two choices. <laughs> or we can try to hide down below. This is R.L. Stein, so... Which do you choose? So, if you escape by jumping overboard, turn to page 75. Or if you'd rather try to hide aboard the ship, turn to page 14. Sharks. Uh, I don't... I mean, are there sharks in New York at this time? Uh, you know... They're on uh, the cold side of the ocean. Yeah. Hmm... And it is June, though. It is June, oh. so maybe they'll be around. Mm, sharks come out for Pride Month. Yeah, they come out for Pride Month. Sharks, <laughs> sharks. They, the they may sharks. have made the ocean salty with their tears, but they love a good Pride Month. Um, yeah. shark, we're going with sharks. <laughs> so two for sharks. Oh. <laughs> Snap. So we're going to page... Oh, holy <laughs> shit, hold up. What the... That is a bomb-ass picture of you fucking Ooh. wrestling a gator. I'm sorry. Oh, so hold up, yeah. hold up. That's not the page that we're on. That, I want to get to this page. That's beautiful. That's There's famous. no way. Why are there gators in New York? They really no, 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 we're supposed is to go to South Pacific. That's in the jungle. Okay. Yeah. Happy landings, kid. Indy says. He climbs up onto the rail and leaps off the boat. You're off the boat before you hear his splash. 
You hit the cold water, sink down into the darkness, and then slowly float to the top. You struggle to catch your breath. Up above you, you can hear the policemen searching the boats. Ah, how about down below? You hear oh, one ask. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Forget what? it. It's too dark down there. Another cop answers. Indy smiles as he, as he floats beside you in the water. These cops are lazy, he whispers. <laughs> I think we beat them. Suddenly, a bright light shines in your eyes. Two cops with flashlights are standing above, staring down at you. Hey, look at the big fish down there. One of them calls to the others, a triumphant grin on his face. A few minutes later, you are dragged up by the police. You're going to have a lot of explaining to do. Why are you hiding in the water? Why does Indy have a policeman's pistol? Oof. This certainly dampens our plans, kid. Indy says dejectedly. It also ends this adventure with a very bad pun. Uh-huh. You get to tell and dry off, then close this book before you get into any more trouble. The end. Oh, that was so lame. I thought we got eaten by sharks or something. No, you got you eaten got up by the system. I like how the cops are just like the two characters from Looney Tunes. The big dumb guy and the small little angry dude. Yeah. Mug- Shut up, Mugsy. Sorry. So, we, uh, I'm assuming you guys want to uh, go down below? Yeah, told ya. Although, I totally thought he was going to say that they did go down below and my answer was thus wrong. <laughs> okay, if you'd rather ride aboard the ship, turn to page 14. You and Indy practically dive down the stairs to the lower deck. You stumble through the darkness until you find a large supply locker. You pull open the door and climb inside, pulling the door shut behind you. Footsteps echo on the deck above you, and then you hear them on the stairway to the lower deck. The footsteps stop. Silence. Ah, there's no one here, Brady. There's a man, says a man's voice. Let's get going. We got these three mugs for questioning. That's a good night's work. Ah, that's fine with me, Sergeant, (laughs) you hear Brady reply. A few minutes later, the boat is silent again. You and Indy are alone. You embrace him, kiss him on the cheek, and say... Are you ready, cuz? <laughs> uh, That's like that one photo we found with the, the two people kissing and it says cousins with the oh heart. Oh my god. Do you remember that? I vaguely remember this. We found I that don't at, remember the context. We found it at Bookman's. I was just oh. about to say, did you just find that at Bookman's? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, okay, are you alone or are you? As you open the supply locker, you hear a muffled cry coming from the cargo hold. We seem to be sharing our accommodations, Indy says, drawing his pistol. Technically, the policeman's the pistol. The policeman's. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go introduce ourselves. Turn to page 15, a.k.a. the next page. You push open the steel locker door and burst into a, the cargo hold. There on the floor, bound and gagged, are the boat's captain and crew. Holy shit. Uh... Okay, I have to do a captain's voice. Arg, boy, someone sure doesn't want you to get where you're going, Indiana. The captain says, after you have untied him and his men, I say we get out of port right away. Uh, that's that's fine with us, Indiana says, grinning. This trip has got to get better than me kissing my cousin. But can you get My better? nine-year-old cousin. Uh, uh, was he nine? He's a little kid. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, I feel like 12. Wow, it's not as It's okay bad. to kiss a 12-year-old. Uh, it's, it's 1933. Yeah. It's okay to kiss a 12-year-old. Oh my gosh. As long as you guys are cousins. It's 1933. It's okay to kiss 12-year-olds. Oh. Can I get that on a shirt? <laughs> I don't know about that one, buddy. A short while later, you are steaming out into the ocean. The night stars are reflected in the dark waves beneath you. It is the most beautiful sight you have ever seen. Indie, shirtless, stars above. Your destination is the tiny jungle island of Melekula. That's the name of it. Located just southeast of New Guinea in the Coral Sea. In 1933, this is a slow voyage of many weeks, especially on a cargo boat as small as yours. Why are you headed for this distant island? Turn to page 43. No clue. Racist explanation. Here we come. Indy spends hours leaning against the rail, his hat tilted back on his head, staring silently into the distance. When he's not doing that, he's sitting in his cabin reading through old books and papers. you think he would tell you why you're going there, but whatever. One day after you have been at sea for two weeks, you get him to tell you where you're going and why. Oh, several years ago, Professor Abner Ravenwood led an expedition to the island of Melakula. Indy begins. Uh, he hoped to find the remains of a lost civilization buried in the island, but he failed. Why? What happened? You ask. He was chased off the island by the local natives, the filthy people. They claimed that... <laughs> I don't think it's just... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a, as a white 1933 man, he would have said that. Uh, they claimed that his digging had uncovered ancient evil spirits. Ravenwood and his fellow scientists had to flee for their lives. Few have visited Malakula since last that time. The natives claim that the island is cursed, that strange creatures roam it, and evil spirits haunt what is left of Professor Ravenwood's excavations. They have renamed the island. They call it Horror Island. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Just... Classic native title. Yeah, the native's just like, oh, it's Horror Island now. <laughs> uh, sounds like a great place to visit, you say. Why are we headed there? I'm coming to that part, Indy says drunkenly. Turn to page 46. Oh my goodness. I'm just saying, oh my god, I want us to get to this page where Indy is trying to pet a panther. You think that she's trying to pet it? Yeah, he's like got his hand out like that. He's like, oh, no, Ellie, are you telling me that Indy isn't trying to pet that thing? Oh, he's got his hand out like that. Sure. He's like, oh, kitty. He's going like, what's it called? He's going like uh, uh, a hiccup from uh, How to Train a Dragon. You know, hand out like that. Yeah. Like, come here, kitty cat. I'll pet you. <laughs> All right, page forty-six. The small boat, ch- boat churns its way over the water. Indy leans back against the rail, rolling his cold bullwhip. Around and around his head to continues. A few minutes after you arrived, I got a call from Marcus Brody. Marcus, isn't that a name used later on in something? Marcus Brody? You're thinking of Adrian Brody. I, I feel like I've heard like a Marcus Brody before in something. Like, I swear, I've, I've heard it in something. Uh, maybe I'll put in editors. No, who knows? An editor's note by Christopher the Rupul. Marcus Brody was the curator from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You may know him as the famous actor Denholm. Yes. Denholm. Okay, okay, thanks, bye. 
He's a, he's a curator of the National Museum. He told me that he discovered some papers and a map of Professor Ravenwood's. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. The papers revealed that just before Ravenwood fled Melakula, he made a fabulous discovery. Fabulous. A fabulous discovery, guys. He uncovered a bird carving on ebony dove. This dove was worshipped as an idol by the natives of the island more than 2,000 years ago. It's absolutely priceless. That's why it belongs in a museum and not on the native people's land. <laughs> and it's still on Malakula. And your job is to get it for the museum? You wow! ask? Wow! <laughs> I'll start spitting in uh To get it for the museum and to keep it away from all the other jokers who want to get their hands on it, especially the natives, could be dangerous. Okay, wait, did it, did it actually say that? No, no, just, okay, the, could, okay. just the could be dangerous part. <laughs> he adds, turning serious, if your parents knew I brought you along, suddenly you're interrupted by the boat's captain. Yar, this is as far as I can go, he says. You and Indy turn and look toward the horizon. Off in the distance, you see an island. See an island. Malicula. There are no shallows here, Indy protests. You, you can bring the boat closer to shore. But I won't, the captain insists. There is a curse on the island. This is as close as I go. Turn to page 67. Ooh, we don't even get a choice. Nope. And we don't even get to go to 69 after this because we get a choice now. You and Indy are forced to row to shore in a small rubber lifeboat. It flops out of the water, bounces over the high waves, and then hits the surface with a loud smack. Hold on the side, kid. The sea is rough out there. Indy warns. He doesn't have to tell you that. We, with every bounce and jolt, you're sure the small lifeboat will tip over and throw you into the churning waters. And you are right. It does. Aye! You're so shocked you don't even realize that it is you doing the screaming. <laughs> you're pulled into the water and struggle to float to the top. Get to shore! Get to shore! Indy cries, battling the waves up ahead of you. The lifeboat bobs off to the right. You look at it, and then at the shore. Should you try to swim to the lifeboat or to the shore? So, do you go to the lifeboat or do you go to shore, guys? Um, shore. <laughs> sure. like, like, was that an intentional fun? Because that's pretty good. Just like, oh, uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say shore, yeah. Shore, shore. Please? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Turn the page. I, no, I, I am sure. listening. I am. I am paying attention. No, no, I know. I know. It's just I am, my eyes are tired. So okay, wait. I want to just want to point out yeah, the yeah. two not drunk people here are passed the fuck out. Right. Well, the two drunk people are way away. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. It it's that sugar crash. This is, this yeah. is the greatest podcast ever. That's good. I was about to say, that's why let's reads work out really well for later yeah, ones. Yeah. 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 You decide to swim to land. Luckily, the current helps you helps to pull you towards the shore. Malacula is only a few yards away now. Gasping for air, you pull yourself up onto the beach. You crawl forward to a, f- a few feet and collapse onto the sand. Oh, a few minutes later, Indy is standing over you, shaking the water off his pistol, his bullet whip wrapped around his shoulder. He pulls you up to your feet and starts to drag you toward the trees at the edge of the beach. Suddenly, he stops. Uh-oh. He says quietly, We have visitors. Turn to page 78. From out of this world. I'm just kidding. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) 
Still trying to catch your breath, you look up to see a large group of natives approaching. <gasps> they are heavily armed with long spears and bows and arrows. <laughs> and they move together as if they were accustomed to protecting their island from intruders. For what it is, 1933. I don't think they would have, like, oh, yeah, anything no. besides that. No. Be alert, kid. And he says, we may be in for a fight. You must decide what to do next. Three choices, guys. If you decide to reason with them, turn to page 91. If you decide to run into the jungle, turn to page 106. If you decide to stand and fight them off, turn to page 40. Fight the natives. Yeah. Fight the natives. I don't want the racist <laughs> Okay, we have two votes for fighting Colonize. the natives. Colonize. We have two votes for colonizing. <laughs> Noelia? Mm-hmm. Colonizing. Okay, page 40. Exactly. You knew my answer. Oh, no. It doesn't end here, though. This is going to be a bad decision. Get back, Indy yells. Get back or I'll shoot. The furry giant... Wait, what? Oh, I'm on the wrong page. I was supposed to go to 40, not 41. Yeah, honestly, what was it? The furry giant. Yeah, that's not the wrong one. The furry giant. Oh, no. Oh, I hope we get to that page. Ooh. Furry giant. We're only outnumbered 30 to 2. And he says, his eyes surveying the approaching natives, let's give them a fight. He pulls his bullwhip off his shoulder and raises it high in the air. Uh, what should I do? You ask, shivering in your wet clothes. Head for the trees on the far edge of this beach. And he says, I'll fight them off as long as I can. Then I'll join you. We'll lose them in the jungle. You take off, running as fast as you can toward the low, bent trees at the edge of the sand. Indy cracks his whip in the air, but the natives move in. They know that Indy doesn't stand a chance against them. Crack, 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 crack. Rifle fire? The natives don't have guns. Who's firing the rifles? Whoa. Turn to page 53. The Spaniards. Holy shit, the Spaniards are on the island. It's a, it's a <clears throat> fucking jaguar with a fucking gun. <laughs> Suddenly, a half a dozen men dressed in green army uniforms carrying automatic rifles burst what out of the, the hell? jungle. The USA! 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 The natives are taken by surprise. Two of them fall to the ground as the men in the green uniforms open fire. Holy shit. The natives quickly retaliate with their bows and arrows. You and Indy don't wait to see the outcome of this battle. You turn and run into the trees, then push your way through thick, tall grass and leafy vines into the darkness of the Melecula jungle. We're here to help you and protect you from other people while we take your gas. Yeah. yeah. So you pretty much kick-started the genocide of an entire tribe of natives? <laughs> Technically, no, because we weren't the ones with the guns. Yeah, I guess so. Who? We just, Who we just witnessed it. Yeah, we just witnessed it and we didn't stop them. Duh. So we're just as part of the problem, honestly. Uh-huh. Who were those men? You ask Indy, doing your best to keep up with him. Probably mercenaries, Indy says without stopping. My guess is they were hired by someone who wants the idol too. Soon you come to a river. We should reach Professor Ravenwood's excavation if we follow the river, Indy says. A small canoe lies on the sandy bank. Grab the canoe, Indy says. It'll get us down river faster than walking. No, let's walk, you say. I've had enough of water travel for a while. Maybe we'll be safer on land. Which way do you choose, by canoe or by land, guys? I'm going to say canoe. Land. All right, um, Noelle, you're a tiebreaker. Canoe or land? I want to run into snakes. Command. What did you say, Noelle? Command. 
Land? Yeah. Canoe or land? She said Kaland. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I know, that's why I was confused. She picked the midpoint between canoe and land. I don't even remember why I picked what I picked. (laughs) You didn't even know what you picked. Oh, that's my answer, Chris. Oh my god, I will flip a coin. Okay. Whoa, Kaland. Kaland is not a choice. Okay, Brian, heads or tails? Heads. All right. We have tails. Brand, uh, Weiss, what did you want? Land? I said land. We're going by land on to page 66. <laughs> I cherish my land here. Don't you forget it. <laughs> there are too many bends and turns in the river. And he says, looking downstream, maybe we'd better just walk along the shoreline after all. You follow a path that leads downriver. After a mile or so, it veers into the jungle. You have no choice but to follow it. I think we're getting near the site of the excavation, Indy says. Suddenly you hear a sound of, uh, uh, hear a sound like footsteps. Hundreds of them. The jungle floor seems to tremble and vibrate. Have the Meliculan natives found you already? Have the mercenaries tracked you down? You step into a clearing at the other end. You see what is making the jungle floor bounce. Wild boars! Whoa. They're stampeding right at you. Turn to page 81. Whoa. Oh shit, we get another choice. I hope we die. <laughs> the air turns brown with dust as the wild boars come at you. You stand at the edge of the clearing, not knowing which way to move. Seems to be rush hour, Indy says, looking desperately for an escape route and someone to laugh at his joke. He pulls out his pistol. Maybe if I can stop the leaders, the rest will turn around, he says grimly. It's a slim chance, but... Just then, you smell a long vine hanging from a long limb from your over your heads. Why don't we climb up onto the vine and let them run under us? You ask. That vine looks weak, Indy says, testing it with his eyes. Like you, you little beta cuck. <laughs> You're not as light as you think, you know. He's called you fat. <laughs> you must decide what to do fast. If you think An- Indy should shoot the lead boars and stampede them in a different direction, turn to page 5. If you think you have a better chance of surviving by climbing up the tree vines, turn to page 109. Tree vines, you're Tarzaning this shit. I think know, you're just climbing. I think it would be funny to shoot the boar, the boars. <laughs> the boars. The boars, yeah. But, uh, no, 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 let's do the vines. Okay, we're going with vines on page Because it would also be equally funny if we fell into the boars and got trampled by them. It would be. Indy was right. You're not as light as you think, you fat fuck. You and Indy pull yourselves up the vine as the hideous creatures rear toward you. The vine breaks. You fall back to the ground. The wild boars are upon you now. You really don't want to know what happens next to you. Better close the book before you are forced to think about the gruesome details of how your adventures came to the end. Ooh. Dang it. Oh, yes. That's three lives. I'm not giving you guys any more. No. <laughs> not the boars. You guys got trampled by boars, busted by police, and left behind. Oh, yeah, left behind. That's the one. Nice that was a pretty sad. Uh, that was pretty sad. No, at least we didn't get cholera. <laughs> you know what? You're right. At least we didn't get shamed again. It's too early for shaming. Yeah, wait till the spots here. Wait, where are we? Talking Whoa, about is that Batman? Oh my gosh, my mind is out of it. Why am I talking about leprosy? What? Mate, you're drunk. Did go I say home. Go home. You're drunk. drunk you had too much to Brandon, drink. Brandon, why'd you give her your drink? Huh? Why'd you give her your drink? 
Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. This is this is her drunken book club. Oh man. <laughs> Speaking of which, we didn't have any alien. We didn't. You want to split it with me? Yeah, let's have a sp- All right. Let's have an alien. Let's have, let's have a little bit of this outer space vodka. It's out of this world. Here, let me pour some into your cup there. Oh lord. Oh wait, that's a wall. <laughs> Here, I'll just drink the rest of my water first. I don't. Well, I mean, I could water it down. It'll be fine. Really? Yeah. You can have the rest. Ah, uh, here. I'll just go, go, go. Hey. Oh, that's foul. Uh, it tastes like paint thinner. It doesn't smell the best. Stick your tongue in it. Ah, oh, why'd you drink the whole thing? I've had worse. Oh my gosh. That is not good you. vodka. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That is really bad vodka. How potato-y is it? I, I taste paint thinner, personally. It doesn't have a sting, though, which is nice. Yeah, that is nice. Uh, this apparently was Slip Awards Gold 2016. What? Whatever that means. Wow. Here you go, Brian. Here's the... Oh my god, thank you so much it's for this solid. crystal skull. Yeah, it belongs in a museum. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe we did not get a good, single good ending on that. <laughs> what did you yeah. think of the story overall? Uh, it was fun. It was fun. I was about to say, I have another Indiana Jones book, so I'm happy that uh, we'll be able to return to this one day. I think it was yeah. interesting the whole time. I was only thinking, like, this is R.L. Stein, which is weird. Right? I mean, it's it's pre-Goosebumps, pre-Fear Street, R.L. Stein. I've never seen anything from R.L. Stein pre-Goosebumps. We've... I I swear we've done an adventure book that was uh, pre-Goosebumps on here before. Not with me. Not with you, at least, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, that's pre-Goosebumps, R.L. Stein. If you ever want to borrow pre-Goosebumps or pre-Fear Street, R.L. Stein, I've got plenty. I've got a a bunch of bad stuff. (laughs) He wrote an adaptation of Spaceballs. Oof. Uh, or uh, the movie novelization. It's called Spaceballs the Book. That's great. It's not very good. <laughs> I was so I don't know if those jokes time. work in a book form. They really don't. And you can tell where they couldn't say certain things because it was for kids. Ah. Uh, yeah. Let's go watch Spaceballs. Kids like that? Oh yeah, I, I need to watch that. Spaceballs is good. Yeah, watch we, it. How do you feel about Spaceballs as a Star Wars nerd? Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's favorite. It's, I, there, there's a lot of people who, like, show a lot of hate towards it. Really? Yeah. Me. It's kind of like the scary movie of... It's like, it's, it's yeah. like you know, know, you can't make, you can't make, what's the word? You can't joke about other people if you can't joke about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense? I mean, George Lucas was totally down with it, too. So yeah, exactly. Like Why are we talking about Spaceballs on an Indiana Jones episode? <laughs> because of George Lucas. Either way. Okay, guys. Uh, on your adventure of Curse of Horror Island, what would you pair this with? I'm kidding. We're not pairing this with anything. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Okay. We gotta pair it with well, something. Okay, what would we pair Curse of Horror Island, where we died a bunch and did not succeed? Crystal Skull. I would pair this with... <laughs> you know what? That's a good one. <laughs> that is the worst of the bunch, but it's yes. it's the worst of four pretty entertaining movies. I would pair this with Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, because <laughs> I've not seen that movie. That is the worst of the Transformers, I think. Because <laughs> that was the one with the, bla- the, the white people playing black robots. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm Tom Kenny playing this kind of robot. Oh, that yeah. was Tom Kenny. No, that was Tom yeah, Kenny was playing Tom one Kenny. of them. Oh, Tom Kenny. Uh, I watched that in theater with my babysitting kids, and I insulted one of them for liking it. Oh, because I was like, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. And I, I, I mean, I, don't, I think I've seen worse movies. Yeah. But like theatrically, as a big blockbuster, that is one of the worst blockbusters I've ever seen. Like that is a bad fucking. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm underneath the. 
Testicles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. This had more of, like, a Jackie Chan Adventures feel than an Indi- Indiana Jones feel, so maybe Jackie I mean, Chan Adventures... Indiana- Jackie Chan Adventures kind of just ripped off Indiana Jones. But there's, like, the kid element, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, L- hey, I'm let's- taking care of a kid. I will agree with you. I think Jackie Chan Adventures would be a good pairing with this, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% I, agree. I would pair it with Up for more of that shenaniganry of, ah, I'm just a kid. Yeah, and, and adventures. <laughs> yeah, down with that. Good good pairing so yeah, far. See? Weiss, do you have a pairing? Um, I it can't. It belongs in a museum. Got that's it. That's all I got because I don't know the movies. Weiss's pairing is the British Museum. <laughs> Weiss's pairing is the uh, 2022 documentary um, on Netflix. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Just any documentary. Just any documentary just in 2020 that was on Netflix. The one about the uh, UFOs in Tom DeLong. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. My pairing is... Um, God, you guys took the good ones. And ones that I didn't even think about, honestly. Like, I, I, whenever I make a pairing, I either have it, like, immediately or I have to, like, look shit up. Mm. And, like, for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is coming up, uh, literally next week for this episode in July. Because <laughs> this episode comes out on, in June. I love Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as a book. It's very good. You've read the book, really? Yes. You, you, would you like to join you us for the so episode? so delighted. I've also read uh, Charlie and the Glass Elevator. What? I, I, I don't know. I just feel so uh, so happy when someone's read a book. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've only I've only seen the movies personally because I've read all, almost all of Roald Dahl's work. Mm-hmm. But this book, because I didn't want it to kind of ruin my experience with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory because it's one of my favorite movies. Well, keep in mind, it's a critique of capitalist systems. It and, is, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of imagery of that. Check it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm currently reading it for uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for National Chocolate Day. Uh, Willy Wonka goes out and kidnaps a bunch of black people. Yeah. And imprisons them as... Willy Wonka! Willy Wonka! He's amazing chocolatier! <laughs> yeah! They're being forced to say that. They are happy where they're working because he is feeding them chocolates. Alright, J.K. Rowling. Cocoa beans. Cocoa beans. Oh my goodness. The little brown people are happy where they are. The hook-nosed little goblins run the banks. Fuck J.K. Rowling. This is a message for Pride Month. Fuck J.K. Rowling. You know what? I'm done with that. Yeah, see? Uh, Weiss's uh, uh, pairing is uh, Harry Potter. Hell no. <laughs> I wonder if there's a cool... Do you know it would be a really cool project idea? If there's like a Native American like reverse of Indiana Jones where they're trying to like bring stuff back to their culture. So I, I like I said, I'm not super into Indiana Jones. Does he actually work for the British Museum? Cause that's he does funny. not work for the British Museum, but he does work for like a college. Who gives it to the British Museum? I don't think he gives it to the British Museum. No, it's Pima College. Yeah, he just just gives it to Pima Community College. (gasps) No, that place is the worst. There you go. There you go, Brennan. (laughs) But it gives a viable way for poor people to go to college. They gotta get their grants somehow. (laughs) If you got some attractive pieces of history in your whatever. You gotta give them a bunch of, uh, what's it called? Katrina dolls. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was I was waiting for Weezy's chuckle on that one, Chortle, honestly. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that like Hurricane Katrina? No, Katrina dolls are, uh, they're these dolls that like, they're, they're, Weezy, can I say that they're like the Pokemon equivalents of like native stuff? 
<laughs> to like collect them all, and it's for white people. Yeah, but there is a deeper meaning to there's them. Technically, deeper, yeah, there's a huge... there is a deeper meaning, but white people have bastardized it to be collect them all. Yeah, this <laughs> people so make so basically the Kachina are like they they they're like my culture where we you know they wet mass sticks like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're they're supposed oh, to represent oh. like the uh, certain figures, correct? Yeah, for them, yeah. So, but when people started making them into little yeah figures, you could say uh, people the a lot of people fell in love with it, and you know that's all they want to do. So buy it. so people. Would make them and and white people eat this shit up. Like, the only one that I want is the one with the bitey mouth. You know exactly what yeah, I'm talking exactly. about. <laughs> so white people per- she turn is them cool. into like um like homies. You remember? Yeah, homies? Basically. Oh, I love homies. Yeah. Okay, my pairing is homies. Gotta collect them all. They belong in a museum. I don't oh think gotta, gotta, you. gotta catch them all is not the tagline for homies. Homies were gotta gotta hang out with them all. <laughs> gotta hood them all. Uh, just oh. just a good quick, quick shout out to the Hopi and Hopi natives and Indians. I love you. Bye. You're all amazing folks. <laughs> yes. And hey, hey, for what's worth, make that money. Yeah. Ugh. I was about to say, like, I, I'm I'm happy that the kachinos are being used so they can make some extra cash. I'm just sad it's just become very bastardized for them, though. Yeah. We can do so much. Ah. Hey, abuse the white people. That's what I say. <laughs> Why are Stop you hitting your me? wife. I'm abusing the white Don't people. Stop abusing your wife. You love her. You love that white person. <laughs> That's true. That half-white person. I love you. How dare you? There's a whole white person on the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah with the two of you, it's like, there's there's a whole Asian and a whole oh, white person. Yeah. Well, I'm the minority here still. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. The, you're the only one who's not happy. Yeah. Aw, the only pure blood. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Mug blood over Mug here. Blood. All right, thank you for joining us this week on Let's Read. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard and, got, and enjoyed our little conversation about Kachina dolls all of a sudden. I don't even know how we got to that point. Because the British Museum. Oh. Sure. Uh, hey, make sure to like, subscribe, all that fun stuff wherever you're listening to us. Rate and review us. It also helps us, especially on iTunes and on Spotify. You can rate, rate and review us there. Five stars means a lot, but uh, write us how you feel. But uh, five stars is definitely how you should be. Because don't be like that one jerk on iTunes who left a one star and didn't leave a review. <laughs> I will always call out that person of like, why did you give us one star? What's why the reason? You, what's the reason? I just want to know. Don't don't leave a one star and not leave a review. I'm just saying. What if it was spongy? Spongy? <gasps> the betrayal. Spongy doesn't listen to stuff on iTunes. He's, he's, a, he's above that. You know what? Uh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I think he's a Spotify listener. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> Read and review us on wherever you listen to us. And make sure to follow us at uh, uh, DBC underscore pod on Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash, I believe, Drunken Book Club. I believe it's Drunken Book Club. Yes. If it's not that, I will put in the note here. Yes. Thank you, Ripple. Uh, $1 a month gets you a ton of bonus content. Every week I upload a bonus episode. I release the episodes early of the podcast and release our show notes whenever we have show notes. And you can get all the old episodes. Yeah, that is true. You can get the old speaking of which episodes on there as well. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Weiss. Mm -hmm. Are show notes like truck nuts? Yeah, they're, they're just nuts that you show. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I see, I see. Yeah, exactly. Shirk nuts. Very, very. Uh, Brandon, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on eldritchmade at twitter.com, and you can 
give me a thousand dollars to make a 3D model if you want. Yeah, make it. Hey, yo, make yeah, V two. I'm just saying, I will give you a thousand dollars for Arl Stein. Yeah, <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm Bre- just saying, Brandon does very good work, and it is very worth it. If oh, I could guess. find a reason to use an Arl Stein VTuber uh, <laughs> thing, I would pay Brandon for it. But until the time comes, I will wait. We'll CG him when he when he passes. I want to be a VTuber. Yeah, but that's you. very disrespectful. Yeah, I feel like it's more disrespectful <laughs> than he's dead. Because you're, you're playing Weekend at Bernie's at that point. Yeah. But, I mean, did we ever respect him to begin with? I mean, you no know, way. he made good Indiana Jones books. Yeah. Very yeah. difficult and Indiana Jones books. you can books. find Berserker Rose, Sam, my, my partner, my lover, my... Confidant, my uh, Snooky Doodle. Yes, Snooker Doodles at Berserker Rose <laughs> on Twitter and sometimes on what's that? A Tumblr. Sometimes Tumblr. There we go. Still, we still a thing. Uh, you can find me. You can find me at YouTube and not Twitter. Uh, Instagram, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> and TikTok too as well. Right? Forced left hander. Oh yeah, you can find me on TikTok. I'm I'm. Noelia is pushing me to make little, little, little edits. Oh, hell yeah. Forced left-hander. Drop the E on hander. Yeah, so find me on TikTok. I have a couple videos up there. And then go follow them on YouTube because they're shorter versions. I was about to say, I I actually said this on, like, a previous, but I digress that, like, I don't care for the music in your, uh, in your uh, AMVs, but I will always watch them because they're so fucking well edited. <laughs> I watch them for the edits because goddamn are they good. Thank you. But damn it, I don't like MCR. I know. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> I know. whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we've had this conversation We've had this conversation before. before, but I will always watch it and I will, I will suffer through the music because damn it, I want to see how good the edits are. <laughs> and goddamn it, it's always so fucking good. Thank you. So if I can suffer through them, you should be able to in- be entertained by them <laughs> because you'll actually like the music. Because I just have poor taste in music, <laughs> as some people may say. Some people may say. Some people may say. <sighs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll go out on a song about Indiana Jones right here. Uh, now nah, you're gonna put MCR. <laughs> just yeah, we're gonna put MCR here. <laughs> uh, if MCR had an Indiana Jones song right here, to the window, to the wall, <laughs> to the sweat down, to my. Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's MCR. Yeah, yeah, that's totally MCR right there. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm dead. Uh, ski, 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 ski. Ah, uh, ski, 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 gonna do it on my balls. <laughs> it's my balls, red, 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 red,